Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Bizarre, you guys are on. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. I guess the elder will be on in a minute. Amen. It's a blessing to be here. Amen. It's a blessing to be in the land of the living. Amen. Thank the most high God for the opportunity to be on the air with you today. Uh, forgive us. Amen. But we're here. Amen. We're grateful. We're thankful. It's been a blessed day. Amen. Been doing some ministering. City. So we thank God for He's given us the strength to carry on to do his will. Amen. We know that a lot of uh, scholars and theologians, amen, if you've been watching the Internet, amen, a lot of people believe that this was the day that we were supposed to have been gone. Amen. Uh, some say it was a week ago. Some say it was a, a little sooner than that. Some believe it's a little later. But most said that today was supposed to be the day. Amen. I will say this to you. According to the scripture, what Christ said, no man knows the day nor the hour. That's Amen. right. Amen. No man knows the day nor the hour. Amen. It's a possibility, amen, that he could still be coming soon. We just don't know. Come on, come on, Amen. Come on. It's a possibility, amen, he may not even come in our lifetime. We have to accept that fact because no man knows the day or the hour. But we share with you our beliefs, we share with you our heartfelt beliefs, and my personal opinion, amen, Come on. it's just my personal opinion, amen, I just can't see the world going the way that it is. Now, I know some people say, because I got, I got family members, they like to shoot about stuff. They like to say smart stuff like, well, Tim, you know, uh, I heard about this type of stuff before you was even born. Uh, I got older family, and they say, oh, you know, we've been hearing about this type of stuff. Long before you were born, we hear the same thing. Oh, Christ is coming. King is coming. Amen. We, and this is true. We know that throughout history, amen, this gospel has been preached. We know that it is inevitable. What that means? It will happen. Amen. Come on. Amen. Come on. It's going to happen. It won't be on my time. It won't be on my clock. Amen. It may not be on your clock. But we know that the king is coming. And like I told him this morning at church when I preach, at least we know more about the book of Revelation. We know more about prophecy. And we are more prepared now, today, than we was yesterday, last year, the year before, during COVID. And not to say that we wasn't saved. We're just more prepared. We're more aware. We know what to look for. And we're going to yes, keep preaching the gospel until he returns. This is our job. This is our duty. Because you want to know why? Amen. The world Amen, brother. was asleep. The church was asleep. So most of the people in the church was clueless. Amen. I know that I had some knowledge about Revelation because while my dad used to teach us about Revelation. And Come on, preacher. Amen. I've been to seminary school. Amen. Took a class on Revelation. Started studying and reading about Revelation around uh, 2010 when I got my, my when I got my um, what do you call it when they when they um, 
ordination. When I became an ordained pastor, amen. So I took a relationship to my church, amen, back in Dallas, amen. I used to teach the, the, the people a lot of things that my members was not aware of. I was in shock to know that the members was not aware. A lot of people didn't have no clue. majority of the church, uh, especially in our community, had no clue about the millennial reign. Amen. Come on, preacher. Amen. For his spiritual wisdom and knowledge, for blessing us, we know more now about the Holy Scriptures than we, we did before. Amen. Before I turn over to the brothers, go amen, ahead, brother. You come go on. ahead. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Okay. You go amen. ahead. I'll be on here. Amen. For a little bit. Amen. Before we knew, amen, about this. Now, don't get me wrong. I got something to share with you all. Amen. I got something to share with you all. I didn't get to really share it a lot today when I was preaching because they had an anniversary. They had, they're going to be at church all this. So I shouldn't hold them too long. But I want to share this with you. Amen. Come on. Let me, go to, let me pull up some scriptures. I want you all to see something. Man. Let me go. And we've read these scriptures before. Nothing new under the sun. You all were what I'm about to say. But I got to show it to you. Let me pull my, get my Bible. Let me show you something. Let me show you. All right, Doctor. Tell it like so it is. Amen. The day ain't over. Amen. He can come in any, sure second, any minute, any hour. He may come tomorrow. He may come next week. He may come at the end of the month. He may come next month. But we are work. Keep watching. What did he say? Did he not say watch, Reverend? Watch. Ain't that what he said? He said, said watch. He said, behold, I'll come what? Quickly. He didn't say slowly. He said, I'll come quickly. Let me share this with you. Second Peter. Go ahead. Talk about this today, but I didn't really get to get in depth with it. Second Peter. I'm going to read the third chapter. And I'm going to start at verse 1. Third chapter, verse 1. This second epistle, beloved. When he says, beloved, who is he writing to? He's Amen. He's talking to the believers. He's talking to the ones that love and serve God. I'm now right unto you. Who's he writing to? The church, us, the believers. In both which I stir up your pure mind by way of what? Remembrance. Amen. We have stirred up the pure minds of the saints. Most of the saints had no clue or or they hadn't heard it in so long. See, let me share something with you. For some reason, in the early 1900s, amen, this was the message. My dad used to talk about how they used to preach about this. I was unaware of how they used to preach until I've been seeing some videos, and, and and I recall the old songs. That um, that my uh, dad used to sing when I was a yeah, boy. Yeah, old school yes, things sir. to sing that stuff. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king. They used to sing those type of songs. They used to preach those type of sermons about the millennial reign. So it's not new. It's just that the devil. Amen. I'm going to show you. Amen. Come on, man. The devil has, after, as he know that we're getting closer and closer and closer to the return of Christ, he he doing more deceiving. Because you want to know why? He wants the souls to be lost 
And that's what he's doing right now. So don't you for one moment think that he's not on his way back. Amen, because the king Amen, amen. Amen. Now watch what it says. It says that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord Savior. This stuff is ancient. Ain't no need nobody come talking about no folks 100 years, two, 300 years ago, change the Bible. They deceive the Bible, talking about Christ ain't coming or, or it's going to be, just, you know, talk about, you know, you got folks talking about the rapture is not hey, real. Come on. Christ ain't going to come back and get the church. Don't you let these folks fool you into that nonsense. That ain't nothing but the trick of the devil. And you got to be careful. I'm going to say this, and I'm, it's just going to be what it is. Some of these folks that I heard preaching this nonsense, they not saved themselves. You can believe what you want, but I'll show you when the, when the scripture where it says it talks about false prophets that don't have the spirit of God in them. You can't just, the Bible says, beloved, uh, try the spirit. Don't believe every spirit because not come every on, come spirit on, is what? Come on. Of God. You got to yeah. be careful, man. Yeah. Amen. So well, let me finish reading what the scripture says. So remember, since 2020, we've been doing what? Stirring up the mind. Yeah. Amen. Of the yeah, of who? The saints. What are we saints, been doing brother. by way of remembrance? That ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken by Daniel the prophet. Amen. Jeremiah. Amen. Amen. Then the apostles came. It says spoken before the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. He's talking Woo! about Christ. Thank you. Thank Knowing you, Lord. this first, watch what he said. Knowing this first, that there shall come what? In the, In the last, last days. days, scoffers. You know who? You know what scoffers are? There ain't going to be no rapture of the church. Ain't no Christ <laughs> coming back again. Ain't nobody Christ <laughs> coming back Come on. Y'all just don't know the stuff I See, if you ain't talking to nobody, you ain't hearing nothing. But see, when you go to talking to people, having these conversations with people, you hear stuff. You hear stuff like, man, I've been hearing this since I was a kid. Oh, man, that, that's just the, that's scaring folks. Oh, I ain't no Christ coming back to get to church. And that's just some stuff that, you know, know what I heard somebody say? That's just some stuff that the white man that came up with. I'm like, what Come does on. the white man have to do with this? I said, Lord, have mercy. I said, the <laughs> stuff that you hear, hey, hey Come man, on, I'm right. This thing got nothing to do with no white man. What you talking about? Maybe then you got some folks say something about over 100 years ago, some man came up with this rapture theory. I said, I said, brother, uh, the, you do realize that Brother Parker wrote about the mysterion, the mystery, almost close back as when Christ left, almost 2,000 years ago. So you do realize before these folks just two or 300 years ago or 500 years ago, however many years ago, that Christ, that Paul, uh, that, that for one, Christ had gave it to John, and then, then Paul came and he wrote about it. You do realize that this stuff is old, it's ancient. It's been already here for any man or woman to come along and try to try to mislead or misguide people. This stuff was already in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. But you got folks that are listen to anybody. They got itching ears and they'll say, instead of them going back, praying, fasting, researching, 
studying to show thy own self approved. They mm-hmm. can listen to folks on YouTube and TikTok and uh, Instagram, all these social media. You just listen to folks. Come on, Study preacher. the Bible for yourself. Do you know why I started studying the Bible hard like I did and started putting hours into studying the Bible 23 years ago when I first got saved? I used to have questions about the Bible. And really, wasn't nobody really answering my question. I'm sitting there, wait a minute, these are supposed to be preachers. Mm-hmm. And men and women of God have been in church over 30 and 40 years. And I ask a simple, what, what I think is a simple question, and what I know today was a simple question. And yeah. you y'all can't answer it. So what are we doing in church? Come on, preacher. Amen, doctor. You better Come talk. on, preacher. Amen. I get that you preaching. But we, we need to start doing more teaching in the church. Come on, That's man. We need to start doing more teaching in the church. See, folks have gotten so entertained from hooping and hollering and scooting across the floor and banging <laughs> on, on the keyboard and banging on the organ and, and singing praise then and banging on the tambourine. We got we have been so entertained. We didn't add all kind of praise departments. We got the praise leader. We got the praise and worship team. And don't get me Come wrong, on, it's man. all needed. But Tell the it. problem is, is people's mind has been so clouded with entertainment in the church that the devil has just crept in. We forgot about the word. The word yeah, forgot the about the word, brother. Amen, brother. They forgot about the word. The word was the forgot about the word. Amen. Amen. How can they hear unless they have a what? A preacher. Come on, the word. The word. They didn't say. The they didn't say. Amen. They didn't say unless they have an organ player, unless they have a praise leader, unless they have a business manager in the church or mm-hmm. a deacon or or the missionary or or or, or the or the usher. They didn't say that. Or the youth youth. Uh, it said at least that unless they have a preacher, someone to preach. And teach the gospel. Come on, bro. Lord have mercy. You got to preach and teach this thing. That is the only way that people are going to get saved is that we got to preach the truth and tell the truth. That is our job is to teach the truth. And the preachers now are steady lying in their pockets with money. I still see it today. I can stop a preacher I know in the city right now and start talking about revelation. He'll, he'll get his he'll get his top hat and his cane and start tap dancing. I said, Lord have mercy. What are we doing in the church? He'll start what are we doing? tap dancing. He he ain't, he ain't got no clue. He'll start tap no dancing and talking about this and oh well yeah brother yeah got to get into. I'm I'll start talking to this preacher. He starts saying something. I said, look at here. This brother, oh, yeah, uh, we did somewhat revelation of what y'all talk about. He couldn't even tell me. Oh, okay. I said, Lord, have mercy. If anybody asks me about anything we teach and preach, I go right into it. I give them details, go deeper, deep as they want me to take them. Woo! Because that's what Thank you, you should be able to do. Not all this Thank playing you, around and hooping and hollering. And I've seen it, man, my whole life. Oh, man, they say he preached a good sermon. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was really entertaining. He sure did. He yeah, he preached a good sermon. All right, he was very entertaining. Come on, preacher. That's what they want. Instead of getting in, and you know, it's 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 tough love, but 
People don't want to hear these things. They just want to go to church and feel good and come home. That's all. That's all. That's it. That's all. They've done their good deed for the week. Ain't going to pick up no Bible. Ain't going to read no scriptures. Ain't going to pray. They ain't going to fall. My God. Brother, say it again. They ain't going to pray. They They show ain't going to pray. They ain't going to pray. Folks are so, just so much into praise dancing, praise and worship, church anniversaries. I was sure that's what they've been talking about. This, the pastor that I, that I uh, go and miss at this church, he said they got, I think for the next four or five weeks, they got number church. So this is church anniversary season, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yes, it is. Down here in Texas, it's church anniversary I know. season. The I know. The holidays are Man, look, y'all gonna make me cut up the holidays because they gotta get that Christmas money. <laughs> they the holiday money in. They getting Christmas money for the wives to go spend money, get that new Cadillac and that new fur coat or whatever. Woo! I'm just telling the truth. It ain't hating. It's just telling the truth, man. We got folks out here hurt. We got souls that dying, going to hell every day. Going to hell. We out here. Amen. We out here doing chicken fries and fish fries. Chicken and, fries, fish and, fries. Amen. And passing around the collection plate ten times. Brother, I promise you, man, that if if something that <laughs> aggravates me so much, I hate to see this. I hate to see preachers in the church continually beg, plead for money. I saw one preacher. you just lying in churches all you're doing. We're going to pass around just one more time. Then you come back around and say, we just need 50 more. Now, see, you lying. Yeah, you yeah. lied all I've the time. Yeah. Brother, I, can't, I have not. Even when I was in the world, I hate I know what you're talking about. Man, why do they keep, why they keep asking for people? And they'll spend more time on that than anything else. Come on, preacher. I'm like, I'm like, that's time we could be spending learning something about the Bible. The preacher could be preached. And we're spending 20, extra 15, 20 minutes hustling people for more money. We got to get, we almost reached it. We didn't reach, almost reached out. Now, we didn't reach our goal, but we just want to go a little bit deeper. So now you're being greedy. Come on, preacher. When you tell folks, let's come out to, to Sunday night. See, they don't have church no more Sunday night, but I remember when I was That's a kid. That's right. They don't do that. Amen. When I was a kid, my dad used to, I used to go to church. I remember they used to have night, night service. Right, night, night service. Come on, doctor. Come on. We used to go to church Sunday morning for, for uh, Sunday school. We have yes, a church service. Then we go to a 3 o'clock service. Then we come back and go to 6 p.m. service. Yeah, I'm sir. like, man, yes, what sir. kind of stuff is this? I was a kid. But we so not tell you we've been in church all day when I was young, back in the eighties coming up. You don't see that no more. In the seventies, you don't see that no more. No, Many you don't see that no more. Crazy. Hey, and be ready to go at three. Don't you hold them too long at three. The Cowboys is on. The Steelers is on. The Eagles or the Patriots is on. The the whoever the four. Lord Jesus. Man, you Lord Jesus. Man, Lord you, don't you dare. Hold church too long for these folks. These folks want to go over and see their team and get on social media. Mm-hmm. Let me get back to the scripture. I had to go ahead, brother. Go ahead and, and that, work with it. Hey, I had to speak the truth for a minute. Well, let me go back to verse, um, verse three, Second Peter, third chapter, verse three. It says, mm-hmm. "Knowing this spirit that there shall come in the last days scoffers 
walking after their own lust. I just told you right now, listen to me. There's nothing wrong with having a church anniversary. There's nothing wrong with having a pastor and wife anniversary. There's nothing wrong, even if you want to do a chicken or fish fry, maybe you want to feed and bless some people. But let's keep God first. Let's save some souls. Let's teach Come you on, our young man. people. Our young people out here, and especially in our community, is dying left and right. Our men are making so many bad decisions. I saw this little news feed of this little young kid, black kid, over in the state of Louisiana. They caught him, young kid. This kid's life is probably gone for the rest of his life. He had a dead body in the back of the truck. Post had been his friend. The mama had reported missing. He'd been missing for two days. The boy driving around. I guess he was trying to take the body out of the state. They caught him because he was going too fast. He was going like over the speed limit. They caught him. And uh, the cop, it took the cop about 20, 30 minutes to figure it out. He said something is just not right. He said, I'm going to check the trunk. Lo and behold, because the, the car had bullet holes in it. And they said something is just not right. And the boy said that his friend let him borrow the car. Now, I don't know who killed the boy, but the boy driving the car, which was supposed to have been his friend, had the young boy's body in the back of the truck. Back of the Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Our kids. Young. The kid, like he was probably, really, he like he was in high school to me. Couldn't have been no more than older than 19, 20 years. Life is gone. You think that kid? Ain't gonna serve a good twenty, thirty, forty years of his life in prison before they even think about giving him parole. Man, who would want to? We got to preach the word and teach the oh, truth. We don't have time to be out here hustling people. We've been seeing preachers. I've been seeing since I was a kid hustling people. It's the same old game, being clickish. All this nonsense. Let me get back to the scripture. I only got some go ahead, time. Go ahead. All this nonsense that's going on in the church. Watch what it says. It says, uh, walking out through their own love and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. Don't you know that I had a preacher been telling me that for over about a year ago, so about a year? Oh, man. We've been hearing that stuff. Man, you can't be teaching that stuff. You're going to scare folks. Scare folks? Who am I scaring? I'm just going to scare those that don't believe in God. I'm sure not scaring the saints because it ain't nothing for the church to be afraid of. Revelation and the judgments and punishment of revelation is not for the saints. It's not for the believers and the just. It's for the unjust. It's for the, those who yeah, are it's, yeah, it is. it's for those who don't have the spirit of God. In. It ain't no intimidation for us because we won't even go through the tribulation. And I keep saying, anybody that preached that, my God, they don't my know the Bible. God. They do not know the Bible. Anybody going around preaching that, no, we going through the church. Like I said, Revelation 3 is a highly key verse when it comes to the church not going through the tribulation. It Come says, on, because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation. It don't take a Bible scholar to understand that. The hour of temptation, we know that when the book of Revelation is referring to the great tribulation. That's why Christ came to warn, to, to warn John, to warn the churches. Yeah. Get right, church, and let's yeah. go home. Ain't that what they've been saying? 
Get right, church, and let's yeah, go. Let's go home. That's what he was talking about. Get right because I'm coming back to get a church. We won't go through the tribulation. Now, no, what sense does it make for him to come back at the end no, we of won't. the middle of the tribulation and rapture the church at the end, the middle or at the end? What sense does that make when he says, I will keep you from the hour? Well, what has he kept you from if you go through the first three and a half years or if you go through the entire seven years? Well, then tell me what has he kept you from. He's not keeping you from anything. This scripture wouldn't even exist if Christ was not going to come back and get the church before the rapture kicks, before the uh, great tribulation kicks off. Come on, we will not be here. But you got folks, they just want to make money. They just want to make a sin. Or you got folks that got so much pride, they've been teaching the, uh, the word incorrectly for so long, and they're not humble enough Come to go on, back and preacher. say, I Jeremy. apologize. I have made a mistake. I've, made, hey, I've done it before. You think I, I am human. I am not afraid to say that I've made mistakes. Anytime that I misinterpret something, I go back and study and pray and reach out and say, you know what? I believe I gave this to the church. I've come back before the whole church and apologized and, and, and retaught the scriptures. Come on. That's a bigger person. But you got, come folks, on. You got so much pride. They speak so deep in it, they don't want to be wrong. You got preachers that have been preaching, you can lose your salvation for years, and now they finally see that they come to the light that, no, you can't lose your salvation. But they're so prideful, they don't want to come back and tell let their church know because they've been preaching for 20-some years that you yes, lose your salvation Lord Jesus. and salvation yes, by Jesus. works, that they are so prideful that they can't come out and tell the truth. Come on. I said, Lord, have come mercy. On. What come are we dealing with out here? We yes. are human. We are man. And woman, we are subject to make mistakes. I'd rather sit up under a pastor that's big enough to acknowledge his wrong and apologize for it like a man and say, hey, I made a mistake. I'm only human. I can sit up under somebody like that. Come on. But a person that's stuck, he prideful, he all stuck in his way, I ain't going to come out and apologize. Oh, absolutely not. I'd give up under that demon. You can set up if you want to. I bet you I won't. Amen. Ooh, I'm just telling you the, the truth. Lord. I, I'm just telling you the truth. Amen. Let me finish reading this. It said, for this, Second uh, Peter 3, chapter, verse 5, said, for this they willingly are what? There we go. Ignorant of that by the word of Yahweh, the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of water and in the water. Whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. Lord, have mercy. Now watch this. I'm going to let you read verse 7 on your own because it's a key verse. But I got to go over because I can get return over to the brother. I, I'm going to go back over to Second Peter. I'm gonna go ahead. I got left. Second Peter, second chapter. Because I want to share some things with you today. I said, well, I taught at the church today. Uh, verse 1, but there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you who probably shall bring damnable heresies, in other words, destruction, amen, even denying the Lord that bought him, bought him with what? His blood, bought him with the sacrifice that he made on the cross. That's what it's talking about. And bring yes, upon them themselves swift destruction. 
Destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways. Not some, not a few. It said many shall follow the pernicious. In other words, ruin. Do you know how many people out here follow these motivational speakers? Millions. Millions. Of these treasures. They got millions. They, the brother said the millions. That's right. They got the most. They got the largest congregation. They got the biggest. Con- Twenty thousand people. Thirty thousand people. Yeah. Ten thousand people. Lord have mercy. Lions. Many shall fall their what? Ruin their loss, their pernicious ways. By Come reason on. of whom the way of shall be evil spoken. In other words, you got preachers there talking about it's okay to be gay. So if you yes, say it's no, okay to be it. gay, then you're speaking tell evil it. of what the Bible says that you can't be gay. You ain't supposed to be gay. That's abomination. Abomination. Amen. Amen. It's abomination. Brother, I'm going to go ahead and let you take over from here. Oh, man, you're going. Back going. You're going bit, to town. But, but go ahead, doctor. You're going to town. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you so much in, 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 in taking oh, the rim, uh, taking the hymn right away. Amen. Give me a chance to thank on because I am I am disturbed. I am disturbed. I'm disturbed because... Hell is disturbed. Hell is disturbed over me and you and anybody else that's holding up this unadulterated word of God in these last and evil days. The monkey's getting ready to come down off the vine, and the clown is getting ready to take off his makeup because right now we are living in the close of the church age. And what I mean the close of the church age, the church age is getting ready to be shut down. And the only going be only way it can be shut down is when Jesus Christ comes back and raptures the church. I'm talking about the true church. I ain't talking about this monkey play. I ain't talking about this hanky panky. I'm not talking about somebody that comes along and, and start uh, talking motivated speeches and and, and and telling the world everything gonna be all right because it's not gonna be all right. It's gonna get worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's at a point now. Amen. It's almost almost unfit. For a decent human being to live on a planet where men are crazy, men are losing their mind, people are raping each other, the families are broken up, the drug cartel is on the loose, the church folks is acting worse than the world, the church folks have no fear of God. I'm talking about supposed to be, supposed to be a born-again believer, sanctified by the Holy Ghost, loving people. But yet still you got more people in the church that's hating than those that are in the world. And then you sit up and think right. that Jesus Christ is going to let this go on. Well, I know what he said in John three sixteen. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. But you know something? Amen. That's been spoken of 2,000 years ago. And look at the world. Amen. Look at the world. They're neglecting the cross. They're neglecting the blood of Jesus Christ. They're neglecting the resurrection of Jesus Christ. They're letting people think that Jesus Christ is not the son of God. God, which means that Jesus Christ is God Almighty in the human flesh. He died, he rose, and he's coming back again to get a spotless church without a spot or a wrinkle. And the world is saying, ha, 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 we ain't worried about that. The church folks are saying, right. well, we ain't got time for the, We ain't got time for no winning souls now. We ain't got what, what we got right. to do. We got to give. And I don't, I, I go along with you, brother, just like you said. I don't mind you giving appreciation to the pastor for his service. But let me tell you Amen. something. It done got out of it done got ridiculous. It done got ridiculous. Right. You already you already giving him a salary. You already giving him money. 
What is he doing with the money? What is he doing? I mean, is he setting up for some kind of program to, uh, to teach the people on how to go out right. and win souls and bring souls in and tell the people that Jesus Christ is not after uh, your money. He's not after your fame. He's not after your glory. He's after your soul. That's right. is, it, is the preacher telling the people, if you don't accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you're going to bust hell wide open? Are you afraid? Are you are you trying to tenderize the people? Are you trying to make you feel? I'm not trying to make you feel comfortable. I don't want you to be comfortable. You know why I don't want you to be comfortable? Because I'm not comfortable. What I'm not comfortable right. about? I'm not comfortable about because, look, if I'm not preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ and that he died and rose again and that hell is hot, Hell is long. Hell is eternal. And if you don't come and repent of your sin and let the Lord Jesus Christ sanctify your soul with his blood, guess what? You're going to bust hell wide open. Now, you don't like That's that right. message. You don't like that message. That, that message eternalizes uh, you. That message makes you get mad. Why? Because the Bible said, except you repent. Jesus said this, except you re- shall repent, you're going to likewise perish. You're going to be everlasting condemned in hell for what? For not believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and you refuse to let him in your life. But let me tell you something right now. If I'm not telling you the truth, if Brother Tim Jackson is not telling the truth, you take us down on an open field and we'll we'll, we'll make a vow. If I'm not telling you the truth right now, if Brother... Brother Tim Jackson not telling the truth. Let fire from heaven fall on me. Fall on me. I mean that. If I'm not telling you the truth from the word of God and telling you to flee from the wrath to come, if I'm not telling you the truth in that, let fire from heaven fall on me. Or either take me down to the guillotine and let my head be beheaded. Because let me tell you something, it's not worth the dying, going to hell over sin, degradation, and hatred. It's not. I'm not. I'm not looking for no money. I don't want your money. What I want Amen. you to do and to recognize what God wants you to do. He wants you to turn from sin. If you don't turn from sin, you're going to die with sin. You're going to pay for Mm -hmm. the penalty of sin because you refuse to let Jesus Christ die die for you and refuse to let him be resurrected for you and coming back for you and what? Sanctify your soul because let me tell you something, another thing. No sin, no sin will ever enter into the kingdom of God never again. Never. Satan can't get in. Demons can't get in, Nephilim can't get in, uh, 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 satires can't get in, cohorts can't get in. Why? Because sin is what God hates, and he hates it so he hates it. He defies it. He's against it. And the only thing that he wants to do is save your soul. Now, if you don't want right. to be saved by Jesus Christ, not by Brother Bazaar, not by Brother Tim Jackson, we are only a spokesman for God because Good God is man. not going to speak out of heaven with his voice because if he would say one word of his audible voice out of heaven, it would shake your cores of your soul and you would Good be word. able to bear. So he used a little old vessel like Brother Bazaar. He used a little old vessel like, ooh, my God. My God, 
Amen. like Jim Jackson. Amen. A common man, a man of uh, 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 no uh, what reputation before he come to the world because the world hates him. Why? Because it hates Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ said, if they hate me, they're going to hate you. Why? Because we are a representative of Jesus Christ, and we're not getting on this radio program with just, just to be talking about uh, 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 mm-hmm. uh, things that's not acquainting to your soul. Because what, we want you, what you want you to do, we want you to acknowledge what, number one, mm-hmm. that this is the last days. Number two, that Jesus Christ is coming this year. Number three, I don't know what hour, yeah. what day, or what minute, or what second, but he's coming this year. Hey, Amen. He's coming in the month of September. And you say, well, you're still trying to predict the date. I'm not trying to predict your date, but I'm going to give you some information in to make you think. I'm going to make you think right now. Listen, let's go to the book of Daniel. In the book of Daniel. It says here, in the 27th chapter of Daniel, I'm going to read it slow, and I'm going to read it clear. And this is what it says. And he, and the he that you see is the Antichrist, shall confirm, you know, in other words, agree. Agree what? The covenant with many for one week. What you mean? With many nations. With many nations. Mm -hmm. He's going to make a covenant. With many nations for what? One week. Well, what is the one week? The one week is the what? Seven-year tribulation. Uh-oh. Seven-year tribulation. Amen. The seventh week, the seventh week spoken by Daniel the prophet. It was spoken by Daniel the prophet 2,600 years ago. And the 2,600 years ago has been fulfilled because we're getting ready to enter into the seventh week. How do you know that, Brother Bazaar? Number one, when he makes that covenant with many Guess what? The 18th and the 19th of September, the General UN Assembly assembled in New York City. And you know what they were talking about? They were talking about the verse in Daniel of 927. They were talking about getting a covenant together to, uh, uh, to, to, to share with the Arabs and to share with Israel to get a covenant together in this in, 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 in trying to find a way that they can settle the difference of what? Of the Israelites and the Palestinians are trying to find peace. Now, listen to what it says. <clears throat> it says, it says for one week, that's a seven-year tribulation, and in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the abom- and the oblation to cease. What you talking about, preacher? I'm talking about the Jews. I'm talking about the Jews are getting ready to prepare to build a temple. Why? Because mm. they want to offer up sacrifices. They want to get back to the old judicial way of trying to uh, cover for sin. That that way is no longer in power. Why? Because Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, not not Mohammed, not Buddha, not Shintoism, not a Baptist, Amen. not a Presbyterian, not a Catholic. No, no, nobody died for me but Jesus Christ. And the world today has tried to eliminate the cross, tried to block the cross out. But let me tell you, Apostle Paul said preaching of the cross of those that are going to hell, those that are going to perish, is foolishness. And when you preach the cross Amen. today, the majority of the people today think it's foolishness. But the cross is not foolishness. The cross is the only way to salvation where man can be reconciled back to God. The cross is the only, only way 
say that God had a plan to save man from you, met from sin, mm-hmm. death, hell, and the grave. I ain't through yet. This is what right. I said. This, this one week, 18th and 19th and the 20th of September, they had three conferences for three days. And the three days they come to a conference that they're going to get this agreement. And they're going to get this agreement on the day of Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is on the September September the 27th of 2023. They got the covenant. The only thing they're looking for now, the only thing they're waiting for now is for a period of time in human history and only in human history that they can bring the Antichrist on the scene. The Antichrist today, let me tell you, he's alive. He's 55 years old. He'll be 56 years old January the 30th, 2024. He'll be 56 years old. He comes from what? The book of Daniel. The ten horns. Daniel said, I saw ten horns, and then after that, I saw another little horn. And he said, the other little horn that come up from amongst him. Well, who's the ten horns? The ten horns are NATO, 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 one world government. NATO has already been established. The, 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 the little small horn that came up amongst them, the only nation, good God Almighty, I'm telling you, take me, take me down to the guillotine. And if I'm not telling you the truth, if I'm making this stuff up out of the word of God, let that guillotine fall across my neck. Please mm. let it fall against my neck. Let me, let me feel the slick blade cut my neck off if I'm lying to you now. Why? Because in this new thing that they have got up from the book of Daniel, it says they are going to build a temple. This temple will be the third temple of all human history. Three temples have been destroyed. The third temple is in preparation now. Now, Brother Bazaar, now, Brother Jackson, it's in preparation now. And the only thing they're waiting for is for the church of Laodicea to say, well, we don't got all those we can get out of the church of Laodicea. Laodicea, they're saved. After those that get saved out of the church of Laodicea, the Lord God Almighty is going to blow the trumpet. When will the trumpet be blown? It will be blown on the feast days of Yom Kippur. When is Yom Kippur? Get this now. Yom Kippur is found in the month of September. The month of September, the ninth month, the 27th day of September. There you got it. You got 927. The book of Daniel says, in the book of Daniel, in 927, he said there will be a covenant made, and in the midst of the three, uh, the midst of the of the seven years, there's going to be a breaking of the covenant, and the Antichrist is going to break the covenant. When he breaks the covenant, Amen. he's going to break the covenant and go inside the temple and discredit 
the Ark of the Covenant. He's going to remove all the holy instruments in the, in the, in the temple, and he's going to set in the temple just like Apostle Paul said. He was set in the temple, calling himself to be God, exalting himself above God, and trying to do the power of God, and it's going to cause abomination of distillation. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. He says, overspread of the Amen. abomination, he shall make a desolate. He's going to desecrate the temple. Why? Because Satan wants to be the replacement of God Almighty. So what he's going to do? He's going to do something that the world is going to be deceived. And the the Bible says, good God Almighty, the Bible says majority of the world, majority of the human race will fill hell up. Majority of the human race will fill hell up. Why? Because the Bible says hell has enlarged itself. Jesus Christ said broad is the way that leadeth into destruction, and narrow is the gate that leadeth into life, and very few will find it. Don't you know people, they are running to hell until they get to the edge of hell, and when they get to the edge of hell, they're going to try to turn back, but it ain't going to be no turning back. Whoa, people are going to hell over idolatryism. They're going to hell because they're putting God in second place. They're going to hell because they refuse to believe in the cross. They're going to hell because they believe that their own phony religions, re- religion of salvation is found in some other man than the name of Jesus Christ. Listen to what it says. It says this, he shall make it desolate even until the consummation and that the determined mm. shall be what? Poured up on the desolate. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying in the ninth chapter, the ninth chapter of Daniel, the 27th verse is the day that Yom Kippur falls on. It falls on September the 27th, 2023. And the Yom Kippur represents the atonement, the atonement for man's sin. And Jesus Christ will make the atonement for man's sin on the cross. But the Antichrist comes and desecrates the temple, and he says, I am the atonement of Jesus Christ. Because what he's going to do, he's going to make an atonement. Why? By having a fake resurrection, a fake resurrection. And this resurrection will be orchestrated by the devil himself. Lucifer and all his angels right now is in first and second heaven. And the reason why the world has been overtaken by Satan, because God said, all right, Satan, you don't have 6,000 years to Amen. build your kingdom. You don't have 6,000 years, and you have brought hell on this earth. You have brought yeah. hell up on this earth from the time of the Garden of Eden all the way over to 2023. And I'm going to give you seven years to prove your point, to let the world know exactly what you are, and the world is doing this. The world is accepting the Antichrist instead of Jesus Christ, and the devil says, look, I got you. But God says, you don't have me, 
Uh-uh, you don't have me. I got you because you That's can right. only do what I permit you to do. And man <laughs> is saying that they'd rather have Lucifer. They'd rather have the Illuminati. They'd rather have secret yeah, society. Yeah. They'd rather have all these religious activities and believe that they have the answer to salvation, but they do not have the answer of salvation. Only Jesus had the answer of salvation, and he brought hey, salvation hey. through what? His blood and only his blood. And the world is saying today, give me the devil. Give me lust. Give me the women. Give me the drinking. Give me the pornography. Give me the homosexual. And they tell me it's rising. It tell me they're using children now. They tell me they're using anything that they can defile. Because the more you defile yourself with sin, the more powerful Lucifer can receive. And now the world is saying, what's going to happen in the middle of that tribulation period? This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to the devil's trying to convince the world that he is God. What's going to happen is the Antichrist is going to be literally assassinated. He's going to be shot mm. to the head with a bullet, and he's going to lay in the morgue in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is going to be the headquarters of the Antichrist. Because the devil knows the Jerusalem belongs to the great king and our Lord and Jesus, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and he's trying to move Amen. Into, move into the temple, do this year miracle that's going to be a fake, low down, cutthroat resurrection, and the world is waiting for it because we don't have no world leader on the scene right now. We have no world leader on the scene. And somebody's asking the question who's going to be the president? Next year. You know something? That's there ain't right. going to be no election. There ain't going to be no election next year. You know why? Because they tell me at that period of time, the banks are going to shut down. Everything's going to lock down. People are going to lose their money. And they want a world leader that's able to come on the scene and change the activity. And this year, what? This resurrection of this fake Antichrist going to lay in the mall for three days. And guess what? Twelfth chapter of Revelation gives you a picture of a great invasion, of the greatest invasion that the devil will ever make on this earth. The devil mm. is going to invade this earth with what? UFOs, entities, weapons, demons. The bottomless pit is going to be open. The world is going to be covered with the activity of the devil and all his cohorts. And they tell me oh. it's going to get so bad. It's going to get so bad that many people will want to die and can't die because can't these die. things Amen. are going to take control of steam men that they'll want to leap off of buildings and kill themselves and commit suicide. Young people would be wondering, wow, people would be doing all kinds of wickedness. Why? Because Satan said, I got control of mankind. But God said, you don't have full control. You may have to know because I still got some people on the earth after the rapture that's going to bring in a great foe and bring in a great revival. Oh, my God, my God. Because let me tell you, you talking about the church is shutting down now? When the Antichrist comes, he's going to shut them all down. When the Antichrist mm. takes charge, he's going to say, now, if you don't worship me, 
If you don't worship me, right. if I catch you, if I catch you worshiping and honor the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you are going to be beheaded, and the world is going to walk in fear. Because let me tell you, and if you sure don't are. know Jesus Christ, if you don't know Him in the pardon of your sins during the time of the tribulation, and if you don't make the right choice during the time of the tribulation and the mark of the beast, because when the mark of the beast comes, you ain't going to be able to buy or sell unless you follow what the Antichrist said, and that's where what what's going to come in then the ai the artificial intelligent robots are going to take charge and they're going to tell you because the the devil is going to give this a robot that they got right now it's in the land amen they're making them by the thousands they're making female robots sure that they can control men and they take it make them look like real individuals and that they, they say they're sure going to fix it, that they can have sex with these robust AI, and the world is waiting. They got this computer thing going on. People are losing their mind over the computer. People are going and listening to the computer instead of to the word of God. And when this year robot comes on, he's going to have power enough to call out to the world through the Internet, through all the TikTok, through all the Twitters, and through all the YouTube. He's going to say, whoever will not worship the beast and worship his image will be beheading. And the world say, well, what, 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 what kind of information we're going to have. What God said, I know the church will not be here during the time of the tribulation, but not as not being here, I still got some people that's going to preach the gospel of the kingdom. He said, I got 7,000. I got 12,000 from each tribe of the tribe of Israel that's going to be preaching the gospel for the first three and one half years. And they are going to be Jewish, a remnant of the Lord God Almighty. And they're going to preach the gospel of the kingdom. And the gospel of the kingdom is mm-hmm. the Jews are going to recognize that the Jesus Christ that they rejected for 2,000 years is the one that died and suffered on the cross. And they're going to tell the world, <clears throat> they're going to tell the world, uh, repent and uh, believe in the gospel of the kingdom because Jesus Amen. Christ is coming. Uh, when he comes back, he's not coming back out the church because the church will be in heaven. He's coming back to set up what? He's coming back to set up the millennium reign. Oh, y'all don't hear me today. The millennium Amen. reign of Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ is going to take over the world. He's going to take over the world at the end of the tribulation period. And during the tribulation period, oh, John the revelator looked over and seen at the 144,000 was preaching for three and one half years and after the three and one half years was through they say wait a minute I see a number that no man can number and he said where did these come from and who are they because the church would be in heaven and since the church is in heaven the church will not be able to do any earthly ministry because the Jews will take mm. over and when they say I look and see what the Jews have done well they preach the gospel and I the preaching of gospel, the Gentile nations receive Christ. A millions of people receive Jesus Christ after the rapture. After the rapture of the church, there will be a great host of number, a number that no man can number, no man as can many as the sands of the sea that will accept Jesus Christ the first three and one half years, and they will go through the great trip great tribulation at the last three and one half years, and it would be so great, it would be so great that the world will witness it for the last time. God's going to give a message out, and it will be given out to the Jewish people. And the Jewish people are in the land 
Guess what? The Jewish people are getting ready for the false Messiah. And guess what? The mm. Gentile nations are getting they even get ain't even getting ready for the true Messiah. And we know that the true Messiah is in heaven now. But the church is Amen. not even ready to meet him. They don't want to mm. meet him. They're too busy with the world of the fair. They're too busy with anniversaries and banquets and weddings and all that. I know that's going to happen, but they're putting everything that's supposed to be last first. And Jesus Amen. Christ is supposed to be first. And they're putting Jesus Christ there. We'll save a soul later on. We ain't worried about so-and-so. We ain't worried about that man out on the street. We ain't worried about that, that crazy woman that's coming in the church looking like a prostitute. We ain't worried about her. It's like we don't even want to hear. That's what the church is doing. And guess what? Every saint, so-called saint, are going to be responsible. You're going to be responsible for how you treat the world and winning souls. If you win souls... Thinking because you say that nobody else can get saved, and you say, and you think you better than somebody else. Every saint, every preacher, gonna be accountable of what you told the world. You're gonna be accountable on moral value. You're gonna be accountable on spiritual value. You're gonna be accountable in every valuable of a spiritual man that's looking for the Lord and winning souls. Guess what? The world is gonna hear the gospel. And Jesus said, I'm going to make sure they hear it to 144,000 Jews. And after after the end of the first part of the tribulation period, the Antichrist will literally sit in the temple of Jerusalem and control the economical, the political, and the religious system. They already got the one world church together. And the one world church is getting ready to go into the 17th chapter of Revelation where she sits on a colored beast and her name is called the mother of harlots, the abomination and filthiness of the earth. She's a great whore and the false church is like a whore. She's whoring after idolatry. She's whoring after unbelief. She's whoring after everything that's not like God and God said she looks good. She looks good. Mm. She got everything in place. She smells good. She talks good. And that's what people love to hear in church. They like to talk that old easy, loving but talk. They like to talk about, there ain't no hell. God ain't going to put you in hell. You too good to go to hell. You too good to go to hell. That's what they're talking. But let me tell you, I don't don't care how good you look. I don't care how black you are. I don't care how white you are. I don't care if you belong to the Baptist, the Presbyterian, the Catholic, and all the churches that you can name around the world. I don't care if you just belong to them. But if you haven't been born again, you're riding on that beast. You belong to that great whore. And the time Mm. of Jacob's trouble will close. It will close with a time like never before. It's called Jacob's trouble. Because that's where Israel, Israel, is going to try to go through this. And God said, I'm going to bring Israel through because Satan wants to get rid of the Jewish people. And the church is standing on the sideline talking about God is through with the Jews. Well, you are lying one. God is not through with his chosen people. And he chose his people through Abraham. And Abraham was known as a man of faith. And that's why God chose 
uh, 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 Israel to be the nation that represents the God of the universe, the God of God. Amen. And guess what? God said, I ain't through yet. I got three more years, three and one half years to deal with the dynamite prophets. Two dynamites are going to explode in Jerusalem. And what I mean by two dynamite prophets, the prophet of Moses and the prophet Elijah. Amen. Elijah is going to stand at the Temple Mount. Going to stand at the Temple Mount where they're getting ready to build a temple. And they are going to preach. Good God of mine. Where will I be? I'll be with Jesus Christ. Where will you be? If you save, if you save and sanctify, filled with the Holy Ghost and looking and loving the Lord Jesus Christ with all your mind and you're telling the Lord, I'm ready to go, you're going to be in heaven looking down on earth's judgment. Because don't you know the saints of the world? Guess what? The saints of the world is going to judge the world. It's going to be the Amen. church that judge the world right. in Jesus Christ. Woo! We ain't going to be in judgment. We're going to be above judgment because we already have been judged at what? At the cross. Amen. Come on. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light. Come on now. It ain't the church. Go, it ain't the church building. It ain't the preacher. It ain't the business meeting that y'all having. It ain't the janitor. It ain't the cook down there on the stove that's necessarily going to heaven. It's those that have been at the cross and proclaiming the righteousness of God Almighty. And the world is going to see these two prophets. And these prophets are going to bring plagues up on earth. Blood. Elijah is going to preach that it will not rain. And I'm getting ready to give it to the brother. He said, it's not going right, to rain. Go ahead. It's not going to rain for three days and three nights. It's not going to rain for three and one half years. There ain't going to be no water on earth. Don't you know our water supply today is contaminated? Lord, have mercy. Good Lord. Don't you know our water today is filled with all kinds mm-hmm. of minerals and bacteria that people don't mm-hmm. even drink faucet water no more? Don't you know some people That's can't right. even That's bathe right. with the water that is coming out of the faucet today? Why? Lord, because man has polluted the earth. Don't you know our food supply is getting shorter every day? Don't you know the True. food supply that now that people are giving away food? Well, there's a time coming you ain't going to be able to give it away. People are going to be fighting for food. They're going to be fighting for for water, they're gonna be fighting for everything, oh, and you know why? Right. Because this is the great last part of the tribulation period. And if you drink any water, it's gonna be so bitter. It's called wormwood. Don't you know meteorites gonna fall from heaven? Don't you know angels are gonna blow trumpets? And at each trumpet, there's gonna be a judgment fall up on the earth. Don't you know people are gonna be divided? Don't you know all the big escalon folks, the rich folks? You know what they're gonna be doing? I'll tell you what they're going to be doing. Here's what they're going to be doing. At the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we will find exactly what the high-class, sophisticated, dignified elite are going to be doing. They're going to be doing this, exactly what the sixth chapter of Revelation says. He said, and John said, in the sixth chapter, he said, he said, and the stars of heaven fell, 6th chapter, the 13th verse, and the stars of heaven fell to the earth, even as figs cast her untimely leaf. When 
She mm. is shaken by a mighty wind. In the heavens. This is the second coming of Jesus Christ here in the sixth chapter. And, and the heavens departed at a stroll when it rolled together, and every mountain and island will move out of their place. you talking about an earthquake. you talking about a shaking. you talking about Amen. a rash. you sure talking is. about a roll. It says, and the what? The kings of the earth and the great men, great men. You hear what I'm saying? Great men. Men who right. have achieved great things but not in the eyesight of God Almighty, only in themselves. The rich men, the billionaires, the multi-billionaires, the trillionaires, the men that got money till their eyes turn green, men that got money till they become filthy rich, men that got money think they are God, men that got money think they can do anything they want to, men that got money that don't know what to do with it, and they die and bust hell wide open. He said, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, the strong men, and every bond man, those that's in prisons, and every free man, those that's walking the street, hid themselves in the dens and the rocks of the mountain. They won't be rocking and rolling. If they're rocking and rolling, it won't be like the rock and roll that we call today. It's going to be men who will say, look. And they said into the mountains, they're talking to the mountains. Fall on us and hide us from the face. Good God Almighty. On the throne. Yes. You hear Amen. what I'm right. People talking about, I don't want to see Jesus. I don't. I, I ain't going to look at him. I ain't concerned about it. I don't care if you got shades on. I don't care if you got your sunglasses on. You're going to see Jesus. The wicked going to see Jesus. The unbeliever going to see Jesus. Come on. The liar, the backbiter, the whoremonger, the churchgoer, going to see Jesus for themselves. And when they see them, they're going to say, this is what the scripture said. They will hide them, their face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. Now, God is Amen. angry here. God is angry. He's not angry at you. He's angry at the sin that you have done against him. That's right. That's right. You refute. You refute. You refute. You spit at him. You lied on Mm. him. You denied him. You you cursed him face to face. You told him, I don't give a damn about this year second coming of Jesus Mm. Christ. People saying that today, Mm. I don't care nothing about it. I don't want to hear it. I want to do what Amen. I want to do Amen. because I believe my religion is able enough to do what Christ done. Well, you are a lying wonder. You are a lying wonder. The devil is a liar, and he knows he's a liar. And he knows he can't stand Brother Bazaar, and he can't stand Brother Tim Jackson. Don't you know Amen. I've been on the radio for at least 15 to 20 years, brother's been on about 10 years, and he can't stand us coming on here telling you the Bible truth, not my truth, but the Bible truth, not your truth, but the Bible truth. Jesus Christ loves you so much that he's willing enough to give you an opportunity to come to him, and you spit at him all your days of your life, you die without him, you got to pay. You didn't let Jesus Christ pay your sin, so you got to pay the piper. You got right, to go to right. You got to go to hell. I don't care who you are, what you are. But I'm not telling you I want you to go to hell. I don't want nobody right. to go to hell. 
Any human being that's a human being, I don't want nobody to go to hell. Because if you go, you're going to wish every person in hell, listen to this, every person in hell that goes to hell going to wish they never was born. Oh, I gonna that's right. They never was born. There's going to be some in hell that wish they would have accepted Jesus Christ. There are a lot of being in hell that's going to be in a position that they are going to actually think in their mind that they're going to get out sooner or later, but there ain't no getting out. No! No! You can call your mama. You can call your insurance company. You can call all your benefit PSP, 401K, to see if they can bond you out of hell. Ain't no bonding out of hell. Once you get there, you're there. Once you right. die in sin, you cannot be saved after you die. Jesus That's Christ it. can't save you after you die. Why in the world and what in hell is that you want? What do you want? What do you want there? What you That's you right. tell me? What do you want? You want fame Ooh. and glory? Well, you ain't gonna get Ooh. it there. Right. If you want honor, you ain't gonna get it there. If you want longevity to live, well, you don't have to worry about dying because there ain't no more dying. If you worry about your body and condition that it's going to be in, hey, you don't have to worry about because if you die in your sins, you're going to have a body that's in sin. If you die without Christ, when you go to, when you go to hell, you're going to have a body, all right. You're going to have a body that feels and everything, but guess what? You ain't going to be able to make it no better. I'm telling you this because I mean it to the bottom of my heart. And I know Brother Jackson mean it too. We don't want you to suffer. Sure don't. But I'm going to I'm gonna make an announcement now before I go off and give it back to the brother. This will, this will probably be my last Watchman on the Wall program until October. Now, we not mm. say October because what we've been preaching for the last – but I've been preaching for the last 58 years. What the brother been preaching for the last 30 years, I would say 30, close to 30 years. We've been preaching the second coming of Jesus Christ. We've mainly been preaching salvation for salvation. And when we receive salvation, holy living and holy living, the return of Jesus Amen. Christ. And we, we, we've been preaching this for what? A good, to put it together, a good almost over, over 100 years of re- repeating, 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 but, uh, preparation, preparing you, letting you know what yeah. the word of God says because it don't change. It don't change. It stay the same. I ain't changed one verse. I ain't changed one iota. I ain't changed nothing. What I've been preaching for 58 years and what the brothers have been te- teaching for 58 years. And don't you know that's going to be accountable for me when I get to heaven? God is going to look at my record and say, what did you preach, Bazaar? What did you preach, Jackson? Oh, my Amen. God. You preached the word of God. You preach what I said. And guess what? You live what I said. Guess what? And mainly, you preach in time to warn the people to get ready. Get ready. Christ is coming. We don't cover. Now, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to give it to the brother. I don't cover these these subjects all through the Bible. I don't cover the rap, I don't cover the rapture of the church. We don't cover the Antichrist. We don't cover the peace treaty, which now is in preparation right now. <laughs> Right now, this month is, 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 a, is a peace treaty month where they're getting this here covenant together. We preach the seven-year tribulation, time of Jacob's mm-hmm. trouble. We preach 140. This is what we preach now. 
We appreciate Jesus and crucified, number one, God in the flesh, coming back to get a church. Before he come back to get the church, he's going to wrap the church, and after the church, these events are going to happen. We're going to, we've been preaching 144,000 Jews are going to preach for the three and one half years. That's coming. Amen. That's on its way. We're going to preach Russia and Israel. That's coming. Russia's going to attack Israel, and God's going to defeat the, uh, uh, the Russian nation and, and, and let them know, don't you touch my people. You leave the apple of my eye alone. You leave my people alone. I'm not going to let you destroy the Jewish people. And he said, we're going to cover the, we cover the 28 judgments. And, 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 and one, uh, the seven of the 28 judgments is called the seven thunders. We don't know what the seven thunders of it, but whatever it is, John was not allowed to write it because he said, don't write no more. Shut the book. I don't want to go into that discussion because the, the seven thunders going to be hell on top of hell. All right? We mm. talked about the mark of the beast. That's already here. People are already taking them. Chill. Now, what do, you, what do you want? What do you? Satan, don't you know you lost? Satan, don't you know you, it's time for you to say, I give up because this is going to happen anyway. The mark of the beast, people want people saying today, I like that. I, I don't think nothing wrong with it. But when they come to the point, they're going to find out that the Bible is right. All right? We, we talked about the two witnesses, Moses and Elijah. And we talked about the return of Jesus Christ in the 19th chapter 11 verse of Revelation. Christ returns with what? He returns with the church. We talked about that. We talked about the battle of Armageddon. Well, all the nations of the world and all the armies of the world is going to meet at a valley called Megiddo, and Christ is going to come back from heaven, open up the sky, and come back from heaven with all the saints, and we're going to judge the nations. We're going to judge the armies. And the Bible says, and he shall destroy the nations of the armies with, with his mouth with a two-edged sword, and the blood is going to be so thick and so high up to the horse's bridle, and we talked about last and least the millennium reign of Jesus Christ. That's right. Christ is coming back to the earth. Get it. And I say he will be back within seven to eight years. And that's counting on the seven-year tribulation. So the tribulation, the seventh week of Daniel, the seventh week of Daniel was verified and certified and sanctified and clarified the 18th and 19th and 20th of September. They got it ready. The only thing that they have to have is the Antichrist to come and to do what? To confirm it. Ooh, do you hear what I'm saying? Amen. I'm saying that it's so close that for me to tell you right now it's going to happen, I would be lying to myself. I'm going to tell you it ain't going to happen because everything on the table is set. It's set. That's right. The church needs to wake up because that money that the preachers are getting, all this shit falling, all the brothers are falling and running across the stage and holding up their hands and doing a shout. That ain't nothing compared to what God requires you to do. You ain't doing what God, he didn't say shout. He told the day, the day of Pentecost, go side and preach the gospel. And when they received the Holy Ghost, they didn't go downtown. They didn't go to Las Vegas. They didn't go to no whorehouse. They didn't go to none of those places. They, they went outside and began to preach, save Jesus and him crucified, died and rose again, and 3,000 souls were saved. What happened to the church? 
People go to church for 40, 50 years and never, never, never repented of their sins and received Jesus Christ. They've got a form of godliness, but they ain't got no power. My friends, get ready. I will be back probably if the Lord's will. If the Lord's will, I, ooh, I doubt it. If the Lord, I'll be back in October about the same time next month. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back off because y'all done heard this gospel, and I love you. I love, I love to preach the gospel. I love to see people come to Christ. I love the people say, "Brother Bazaar, you broke that word down to me. I can understand it now, because I didn't get that in the church. I never got that kind of teaching in the church. Only thing I got is a little hand shout, little handshake, and left the door." I never was converted. Thank you for warning me. Thank you for your God's word. And I don't and the one thing about it, I don't hate nobody. In my heart, I don't hate a soul on this planet. The only thing I hate is the devil. And all his line wonders. Go ahead, brother. Amen. Go ahead, brother. Amen. Go ahead. You got it. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. The cup is full. Amen. Brother say. Amen. We'll probably be back on or we will be back on in October. Amen. We're gonna do a revamp. Hey, that's if that's if uh uh um amen. You don't come back first, amen. But amen. Wanna say to everyone that I love you all, God bless you. It's been an honor to serve the church. Amen. It's been an honor to serve in the army of the Lord. Amen. The time is drawing near. Amen. We are looking for the return of our Lord and Savior. Amen. We're Amen. Looking, we have the victory. Amen. We have the victory. We have no need to worry. Let, let, let I ain't got a thing to worry about. Not nothing to worry about. Let me give you some comfort as the church. Good. Yeah, all right. Fix it up. Let brother. me give you some. Amen. Romans 10, 10, 9, and 10. God has already done the hard part. <laughs> Amen. He sent his son to die on the cross. You know how hard it is to send you to my God, to, to an innocent child. And God. Blameless child. Yeah. Amen. Blameless. Look at him like an innocent child. I couldn't imagine sending my baby, amen, five years Come old, on. ten years old. I couldn't imagine to send him, to deliver him in the hands of my enemy, Come to on. do harm to him, more or less to kill him, to save the world. You know save how the hard world. it is for a parent to do that? That's extremely hard. It's so hard that ain't no parent going to do it, not for the world. You Come ain't good for a loved one, and it's really good how all the five people do that for the mom and dad. Amen. Not Come nobody on. who really, truly loved their child the way that God loved his son. Yeah. But he did it because he loved you and me. He bought, like it said on the scripture. Amen. He yes, bought sir. and paid the price. That's what it means when it says he bought. He paid the price to redeem you and me. From sin. That's from those sin. that have not even received salvation. 
See, when he did it, amen, no one had received the Holy Spirit yet, but he was doing it for the future generation. Not for those at the time that walked with him and believed in him and had faith in him, not those that already came and gone, but for the future generation. Because he knew what was coming. God loves you so much. I love you so much. Elder Bazaar love you so much. The true saints of God, we love. That's what we do. That's our signature is love. That's right. That's right. I tell people all the time, if you around people in church, they don't show no love. They're always talking about people, always being negative, content, don't know how to show no love, don't know how to show appreciate. It's always ugly and mean. They are more likely they don't have the spirit of God in them, more than likely. Come on, preacher. You need to, like the scriptures say, you need to avoid them type of people. You need to remove yourself from around those types of negative people. God loves Lord us so much he sent his only begotten son to Ooh. redeem us yes. from sin, sin that we may have eternal life. And don't you know from that, see, it's God's job to be complicated. He gave it your job to be simple. He told you all that you got to do is love him and love your neighbor like you love yourself. Amen. That's Amen. Threefold. Love God, love yourself, and love your neighbor like you love yourself. Come That's threefold. That means that covers everybody. I love me, I love my neighbor, and most of all, I love God. Amen. Yeah. That covers everybody. That covers a multitude of sin. That's why Christ told them. They said, Master, which is the greatest commandment? The greatest commandment is love the Lord thy God, all the heart, all the mind, all, all right, the soul. All right. Amen. That's the greatest commandment. You, you better love God first. Then he said, to love thy neighbors, I love thyself, which means basically put you in front of your neighbor, meaning that I can't love nobody else if I don't love myself. That's the truth. <laughs> you can't on. love nobody if you don't love yourself. I got to love me first before I can love you. And I definitely love me some Tim. I am my biggest fan. You can't tell me nothing about me. I love me some Tim. Amen. But I love you too. Amen. Like I love my Amen. Amen. I take care of you. Amen. Believe in you. Have faith. Look out for you. Amen. That's what God wants. And through that, we have the victory. We want the victory for you. That's what we want. We want the victory for you because we want you to walk in eternity. That's the main goal. We want you to have salvation for all eternity. We want you to be saved. We want you to be, to to, to have eternal life. We want your loved ones to be saved, your children to be saved, those that are around you to be saved. This is important, what we're preaching. Amen. Let the bus say we'll be back on the air. Amen. Next week, it kind of gives us a little break because I know I can use it. Amen. I got woke up this morning. They were calling me to make sure I was coming to preach. <laughs> Amen. I was being late, a little late last night. So this week, I will be resting up. We will be back uh, next Sunday, I believe. Amen. Is that when the first? I believe the first is next Sunday. Uh, uh, is that we going to come back on? Uh, 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 make, that, make that the second Sunday. All right. Amen. So we're going to get a two-week break. So, yeah, two week break. And we, we, amen. And so, so we've done it. We have been consistently on the air. I know that uh, I can't remember if it was this year or last year. I missed like three or four weeks or something, like almost a month. I missed. I had some things going on personally that I had to take care of. 
Amen. But we have been consistent. We have. We've been giving you the word. You have learned you've learned uh more about the book of Revelation than most of your pastors and preachers have ever taught you. And Come I tell on, people preacher. all the time. Tell it like Amen. I tell you all the time. This word is not ours. It don't belong to us. God gave it to us to give to you. Learn it. We built you a foundation. If there's something that you don't agree with, go back and study. If you don't believe in the gathering together, the rapture, whatever, you, go back and study. If you don't believe that God is going to remove us before the tribulation, go and study it. We've given study you it. Read it. Go back and listen to the show. We want you to preach this God. There shouldn't there shouldn't be any more preachers, pastors, ministers, events. No one, not even even church members, should no longer be afraid of the book of Revelation. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I'm going to say this. You ought to be Go ashamed ahead. of yourself if you are scared to read the book of Revelation. It is not scary to us. Christ gave that to John to warn us. Yeah. say, what are you scared for? It ain't a terror to us. It's a terror to those who don't believe. So now go and tell them, hey, if you don't get saved, this is what you got to look forward to. You got the Antichrist to look forward to. You got the war horse to look forward to. You got famine to look forward to. You got death and hell to look forward to. Come on, preacher. Man, let me tell you something. The book of Revelation only gives us so much. Like the brother said, there are seven thunders. That we can't even we can't even tell you about because God told John not to write. He said, "Close the right. book. Close the book up, John. Don't write." There are things that's going to happen on this earth that we that we have no knowledge about. It's going to be so terrible. All we know is what Daniel, the book of Jeremiah, and what Christ said. It'll be a time like no other in the history of mankind. Not even from the time of Adam up until now. Nor after that time will there ever be a time Ooh, like you know. You talk about terror. Oh man, you think you talk about fright night? You think these movies you watch is something? You talking about hell is going to come up on the earth? It's going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible to be a part of this earth during that time period. But that's Lord okay. It Lord ain't for us. You got silly folks going around talking about. Oh, you got to prepare. You can't prepare for the tribulation. What are you talking about prepare? God said it ain't for you to prepare. It's for the unjust. It's punishment and judgments for them, not for you. So what you preparing for? Unless you ain't saved. Now, if you ain't Come saved, on. yeah, you're right. You better go get you some guns, some bullets, <laughs> uh, some cannons, some missile launchers. You better try. I hope you got uh, over $100 million in the bank. Half a billion of bank, so you can build your fortress for you and your family that's going to be in your love to protect you because food's going to be high, gas going to be high. Everything's going to be so expensive in that seven years. You think about that. You got to survive 365 days out of the year. And if it costs you 80 to 100 bucks just for some bread, oh my gosh, how are you going to be able to afford a meal? You ain't going to be able to afford to live through the tribulation. If you got a million dollars, you're going to run driving for that first year. That first year going to tap you out. Ten million Lord Jesus. is going to tap you out. Oh, man, if you space it out, you might be able to survive. You'd be real concerned. People who work 50 minutes or 100 minutes. See, I could never understand. I'm going to agree and give back to the book because I got to go. 
I could never understand over many years why do billionaires keep trying to get richer? They already got a billion dollars. Why do people worth ten billion want a hundred billion? A hundred billion want a trillion. They know something. They know something that we are not aware of. They know what's coming. These are folks yeah. who are to serve up under the so-called elite, the so-called Illuminati. They have sold their soul. They are blaspheming God, and they got to get enough money to try to halfway make it through the tribulation to buy Come on, preacher. protection. Man, you know it's going to cost. To have these yes, people supposed will. to be protected, it's going to be bad out here. Now, will there be some people that's going to be able to survive out here? Yeah, there'll be some people that's going to be able to survive. It ain't going to be what you think. People are going to be living with one another. After the rapture, after the gathering together, people are going to be moving in with family members. People are going to be getting together. It's going to be war. Earth. You have to be careful. You think you think they snatch enough women now? The kids are going to be gone. Children are going to be gone. Come on, man. And you got come on. And you got folks that's silly enough to believe that God would allow. God, it's already enough that children got to go through now. We hear some of the stuff how how these folks in the city be maiming these kids and just doing so much to these kids. You think God gonna allow children to be on the earth during the worst time in the in the history of mankind? Come Absolutely on, come not. on, Amen. It's gonna be Amen, terror and horror on this planet. When you talk to some of these folks, I, I, I can almost guarantee some of these folks ain't got the spirit of God in them. It's just some of the stuff that they say just don't make. It's kind of like the woman I talked to 23 years ago used to sit next to me in my desk at the office. She's going to tell me she believes that there are babies in hell. I said, Lord, have mercy. What Lord, Lord, Lord. Do you think a loving God is going to allow a one-year-old, five-year-old child to be in hell? My God. Go I say folks will say anything. We serve a loving God. Just like I yeah. love babies, just like you love babies, God is, a, God is a God of mercy. Look at what God did for Noah. Look what he did for mankind. He warned God. God can just take out his God ain't got to warn you. God ain't got to let you know he's going to flood the earth. God ain't got to let you know that, that, that uh, great tribulation is coming. This is what we're for. We are just like Noah. Amen. We are yes, like Abraham and Lot. Yes. We are sounding the law, warning people, letting you know it's getting near. The time is almost, we're getting closer and closer. Yes, we and are, if you want to laugh, amen. Amen. Come Dr. on, preacher. And if they want to laugh like they did in the days of no scoffers, ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, man, we've been hearing about this crap. Oh, man, it's terrible. The gay community. I, I got to say it. They are terrible. Man, they mock God so bad. They laugh at God. And they've always been like that. Not only them, just other people out here in the world. They laugh. Even the Muslims. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, yeah, Joe. Witness. All of them. Farrakhan says something on one of his little videos about Christ, something about uh, he didn't die for us. Something he was saying, I just looked at it and turned it off and said, Lord, have mercy. It's our job Jesus. to sound the alarm because we don't want nobody to be lost. We no, love each and every one of you. We're Ooh, doing yes, what we, we do. can. Amen. Yes, we do. This will be a reboot. Uh, we'll be back on in two weeks. Amen. We're going to pound it. We're going to come at it again. We're not going to stop. We're going to do the best no. that we can, praying that God bless us to reach a greater audience because someone needs to hear this message. 
We love you all. We don't want nobody to be lost. We want you to be safe. We don't want you to miss out on this great, awesome opportunity to see the kingdom of heaven. The pastor was talking about that this morning. He said that the streets are full of gold. He said, Come on, that, just, like, just, just, like, just like Bishop uh, uh, Elder just said, what do you want? What do you want in hell? What do you want? <laughs> what do you with want? The, with, with the tribulation. What do you want? You know what the pastor said this morning? He said, if you want a beautiful body, get saved. You're going to have a beautiful body in heaven. You want riches. God said, I got many mansions. You're going to have a mansion in heaven. These mansions, you think these mansions that these celebrities stay in, $25 million, I think one of these these uh, celebrities, I think he was a TV host for me. I think his name was, think it was Johnny Carson. He has a gigantic mansion. I don't even know if he's married, if he got kids, or what he is. I'm like, why would a man want a house? Now, don't get me wrong. You, I know we say stuff. If we had the money, we'd probably buy it too. That a mansion so huge. I think he had a tennis court, basketball Oh, just a huge imagine like he was on twelve acres of land. And don't get me wrong, okay, you got the money, but God got something far more greater than you. Yes. Amen. Amen. It don't matter if you've been saved one year. It don't matter if you've been saved fifty or sixty years. God still got something great for you. It don't matter if you just got saved yesterday. You're gonna still receive a great reward. He said, "I got a message. Come on, preacher. Come on, preacher. Eternal life for you." You're going to get a dental plan that's going to be awesome. you have a medical plan that's going to be awesome because you'll never get sick. Amen. You'll <laughs> never need to go to the dentist. Amen. You'll never need to go check on your skin because your skin will be so beautiful and flawless because there'll be no more death so you ain't dying. Amen. You got to worry about Amen. diabetes, no. high blood pressure. Amen. Come on, Kidney come on, failure, man. Liver failure. You don't have to worry about stroke or heart disease. You don't have to worry about missing limbs because he's going to restore that. If you got anything missing on you, he's going to give it to you brand new. You got a leg missing, you're going to get a new leg. You got an arm missing, you're going to get a new arm. You got an eye missing, or you blind, you're going to be able to see. You're going to get a brand, you're going to get brand new eyes. What do you want? Streets of gold? You're going to have a white garment that's going to be whiter than snow. It's going to be beautiful. You don't have to worry, no, worry about no Nikes and and, and Fendi and Gucci and all that stuff, folks be trying to buy a rock or You don't have to worry about none of that stuff. You're going to have a garment that will never get dirty. It will never get old. It will never Come work on, out. preacher. What do you want here on this earth? What do you want? Oh, my gosh. Is it worth it to say you want to sleep with men and you want to sleep with women or women with women and men? Is, is it worth it? The world is full of filth. Is that what you want? Like the doctor said, I'm going to give it back to him. Finna get ready to go, go ahead. You go ahead, brother. You talking. You talking. Amen. You talking. Do you really want to Do you really want to go to hell and have a body that's going to perish and burn for all eternity? Yeah, you may be sexy and fine, you think. Amen. You may be flawless, you think. But how much better will you be when you get saved, when God on the trumpet sound, he give you a brand new body? I promise you, don't nobody on this earth look better than what you're going to look like if you, when you get saved. Nobody. Thank you, Jesus. Nobody's that beautiful. If you got stretch marks and blemishes and you overweight a little bit or a lot, God's going to take that away from you. If you got crusty feet, you ain't have to worry about because you got beautiful feet, you got beautiful toenails and fingers. You're going to be able to walk the streets. You're going to be beautiful than what you was as a baby. And babies are beautiful. 
Man, you talking about the most, you are at your flawless when you're a baby. You're a mm-hmm. newborn. Skin is beautiful. Eyes are beautiful. Amen. You don't have teeth yet. Amen. But you're beautiful. Your skin is so soft and pretty, so flawless. But wait till when Christ come back to redeem us. Wait, wait till then how you gonna look. If you're old, you won't have no gray. You're not gonna know come to on, do it come that on, you're gonna look on. so good. You think the women be in the mirror shaking their little hips and prancing and everything. You know, it's funny how you look at age and they show these pictures. I showed this picture of this one lady. that she's a hundred years old. They show her back in the nineteen thirties, nineteen nineteen forties, how she used to dance when she was in her early twenties. <laughs> and it was just funny just thinking about that. I was like, huh. And they showed her how she was, like, dancing and praying, how she had her little heels. No, not a woman be walking. And I said, ain't that amazing how we age? Just just 100 years later, just 100 years later, and look how she looked. She, you know, she's bedridden. She's like a a hospital bed, but she's still alive. She still got sound mind, but she lives in the hospital. Just 100 years. You say, just 100 years? The reason why I say just 100 years is because don't you know when you get saved and the trumpet sound that you're going to live for all eternity? We're going to get to live for 1,000 <laughs> years on this earth, all eternity. That 100 years ain't going to be nothing compared nothing. to 1,000 years you're going to get to live in the millennial reign. And you won't, you won't see a blemish. You won't age not one hair, not one bit, not even one day. You won't age. When God remake you, you're going to be Fine and sexy than what you can ever imagine. Who don't want that? I wear glasses. I didn't lost my hair. I didn't pick up some weight. Hey, Come man, on, I got muscles like I used to have. I don't have a six pack like I used to have. I had a knee injury. I had to have a reconstructive knee surgery. Man, please, I'm getting old. I ain't strong as I used to be. Come on, preacher. What do you want? <laughs> what, what do you do, want? What do you want? You mean to tell me you gonna give up heaven for hell? The brother said, his brother said, go to Timbuktu, go to China, go to Vegas, go to New York. But he said, whatever you do, don't go to hell. Don't bring nothing there. Nothing there but suffering, screaming, hollering, pain, suffering, probably darkness. They probably can hardly see down there. And you got up with 6,000 years of lost souls. Souls that's been there six thousand years by now, thousand years, four thousand, come on, preacher, three thousand years, yeah, one thousand years, five hundred years ago, a hundred years ago, fifty years. That's a long time. Six thousand years of history is a long, and you want to be down there with all them folks? Not I. I Not I. Not I. Amen. Not I. Not I. I refuse. I'm so glad that God saved my soul. Me and the elder were talking about that just the other day. Brother, I am so glad. You are glad. I, I am so glad I'm saved. I just don't even know what to do with <laughs> hey, myself. I, I, don't, I don't know what to do with myself. It's an amazing feeling. Yeah, we go through a pain, suffering, hurt. But man, to know that one day, you'll, he said, I will give you rest. I won't have to worry about my neck hurting, my back hurting, my knee hurting, my Come head on, hurting, preacher. high blood pressure, stress, pain, going to work, dealing with nonsense, dealing with these silly folks that act like they're still in high school and junior high. 
when we supposed to be grown folks, I'm talking about folks older than me. I'm 50 years old. They ain't like they in junior high. I said, Lord, have mercy. Lord, deliver me from these type of folks. Amen. I'm talking about folks who want to flip you off and trap everybody act like they got something to prove. I'm like, what is wrong with people? Why do people act like they got to be so mean and so ugly, so fake, so disrespectful, got to talk about people? That's one thing I can't stand is for people to try to talk about somebody behind the back. I don't even, they don't do it with me because I don't feed into it. They see that I'm not going to gossip and talk about it. They'll leave me alone because I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to join in with you no matter how I feel and talk about somebody behind the back. I'm just not going to do it. I don't believe in it. What's it going to profit me to say something bad about somebody? Amen. I, I, Amen. I don't even get one penny or a dollar for it, so I'm not going to waste my time to join in with you because you got some issues with the person or just personally in your life. I'm not fixing to sign up for that. I'm not going to co-sign or sign up for the nonsense. Come on, preacher. Keep that to yourself. Amen. You keep all that nonsense over there with you. I'm dealing with enough in my own life. What I look like. Oh, yeah, man. I agree with you. Such and such, Sally and Bob. Yeah, please. I got enough going on in my life to be concerned about Sally and Bob. That's you, Sally and Bob's problem. I'll be praying for all three of y'all because it sounds like to me y'all need Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, doctor. People, the world is, man, I'm telling you, the world needs salvation, and the world needs us. Until the trumpet sounds, until God calls us home, we will continue to preach the gospel. We will be back on the air. I believe the brother said two weeks now. It's going to give me some time to rest and catch up. I like that because I got some projects, some things I'm working on. Pray for me. Pray for Elder Bazaar. It's going to allow me to catch up on rest. Because a lot of, just like I told people at church this morning, they don't know what we deal with, brother. When we have to I'm telling the you, word, I'm telling you, man. I don't know how, I don't know about, I don't know how other priests and pastors do, but I'm like my daddy. My daddy studied, but he was studying. I studied for hours. When I read my Bible, I didn't go to bed till almost 2 o'clock this morning preparing for the sermon. I'm up late burning the midnight oil. I'm up late. I'm still, when I study my sermon, it don't matter if I preached the sermon before. I'll go back and re-study and research that sermon, break that sermon down. That's what we are required. The Bible says study, 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 study to show thyself. See, folks don't even know what that means to study. Study means to research, find, research. pray. Amen. Research. You got to go on. and see. When you research, you looking. You searching for stuff. You looking for stuff. You pray. There are times I get stumped. Until I get stuck, I'm like, Lord, have mercy, help me. I may sit there for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, trying to figure something out. Hey, Lord, this is frustrating. Lord, you have to help me. I got to pray to the Holy Spirit to reveal something. And the Holy Spirit will always give it to you in your hand. You may have to wait. He may not even give it to you. He may give it to you at a later date. Probably I have to go on and go on to the next verse. Hallelujah. God is preparing us for something greater. You don't have nothing to worry about if you're saying God. Let me tell you what, what I'm gonna turn back over to the brother. I'm gonna tell you what I told him this morning at church. God has made it simple for the saints. If you don't know how to read the Bible and study and break down the Bible like Elder Bazaar or like me, it's okay. If you don't know the word that much, it's okay. If you don't know how to talk to people, if you don't feel comfortable standing up in front of a crowd of people, talk, it's okay. 
Do you know God has made a step? God loves you regardless. God loves you just the way you are. Come on, preacher. If you can't do nothing else, there's one thing that God requires. He said to spread his word, but there's one thing that he requires, and that's what he said over in Matthew, I believe, the 22nd chapter. He said to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, and with all thy soul. And he said the second commandment is like unto the first. Love thy neighbor as thy love thyself. God commands us wholeheartedly, unprejudicedly to love. That's all he wants you to do. If you can't do nothing else, the least you can do, say a kind word. Be nice to people. Be respectful to people. Love on people. Give a person a hug if you're close to them and they need it. Speak a kind word to strangers. Smile at people when you see them. I had, I've had, you know, people on my job shake my hand. You don't never know what people are going through. People may be, may be on the edge of breaking. They may be want to commit suicide. They may want to kill somebody. And just by you being kind and nice to them, it may better that. It may, it may take that away from them. So you know what? I'm not going to do that. You never know what you may do, what your love may do to spark something in somebody positive. You don't know how it may change somebody's heart or their mind just by showing love. I've yeah. always taught that in the church, at my church. I used to always teach, tell the saints, show love, show love. love. The signature of the saints is love. If you got somebody say they love God and they, they being ugly, they always talking about it, they just continuously ugly. Don't get me wrong. We all make mistakes. We all say bad things. We all do bad things. That's not what I'm talking about. It's the lifestyle. That's the, see, the Bible talks about the destruction over in the, over in the scriptures I read, and it, and it talks about the life. They live a destructive life. See, when you live a destructive life, you can't have the spirit of God because the spirit of God ain't on top. can't live that. You constantly being ugly. You constantly talking about people. You constantly being there. You just destructive. No salvation in you. It just cannot be. There is no way in the world you gonna make me believe that a person is just constantly ugly and mean and all. So just, just, I'm like, do you love God? Let me show you Romans ten nine and ten. All right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it over to the brother. Romans 10, 9, and 10. What, let's go real quick. So I want you to be saved. I don't want nobody to be lost. Hell, there's too much discomfort and pain in the lake of fire. Lord, have mercy. The Bible says that the angels got to pick them up just to throw them in there. They, they ain't going to run. They gonna, you, ain't nobody running to hell. I'm going to tell you that now. Ain't nobody running around in hell, and ain't nobody going to be running. You don't have people running. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Yeah, I, I promise you, you ain't running. Enoch said it was a terror to see what he witnessed. You ain't going to run and just jump cannonball in the lake of fire. I promise you you won't. Romans 10, 9, and 10, the plan of salvation, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth. Confess with your mouth. The Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that Yahweh hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt. Be saved. It is God's job to be complicated. It is our job to be simple. He didn't even make you work for your salvation. <laughs> come on, come on. He didn't even make you work for your salvation. That's how much love he got. He said, I ain't going to make you work for it. 
All you got to do is just tell me you love me. Confession. See, that's to tell my wife I love her. That's a confession. I tell my kid I love him. That's a confession. I mean that. I love you. I confess my love for my family. God said, just, just tell me that you believe that I sent him to die for your sin and that I raised him from the dead. The Bible says, thou shalt, you are the same a child of God for all eternity. And you are now saved. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Good night. I love you all. I'll be back on in a few weeks. But I got I got some of the past to take care of. But I'll be in this. I'll keep you on. All right, all right. You. I love all of you. Love you. All brother. right. I'll, I'll take it from here. We thank the brother Jackson for being with us today. I thank the Lord giving us the opportunity to make this year announcement. And that we have tried to be faithful in giving you the word of God and letting you know that the Lord is soon to come. He's on the verge of rapturing the church and taking the church out of here because the world is in a mess. It's in a mess on top of a mess on top of a mess. We have no, uh, there's no other alternative but for the church to be removed because the last seven years, the last seven years will be handed over practically fully to Lucifer. He had had it for 6,000 years, but this is the closing episode of God judging the world. In other words, God is going to give man opportunity to hear the gospel one more time. He, they don't hear it for... 2,000 years, but he's going to hear these last seven years like never before. And it will affect the world for the better and for the worse. Some people are going to get saved during this time. Some people are going to continue to own in their sins. But they will have an opportunity to hear the gospel and make a choice to receive salvation. And there's no other name given unto heaven whereby Man can save. In other words, you can search around the world, inside the earth, outside of the earth, the four corners of the earth. You can search in the universe. You can search in the quasars. You can search in the cosmos. You can search anywhere in the universe, anywhere, and you will never find a name higher than the name of Jesus Christ because he is the maker. He is the designer. He is the redeemer. He is the savior. He is the emancipator. He is the Lord God Almighty in the flesh. And he did the ultimate sacrifices of all times. He came down here on his own. He was born on his own. He lived on this earth on his own. And he brought what? Salvation to the souls of men, that man can have an eternal relationship with God through Jesus Christ forever. In other words, when we receive Christ, we receive him forever. Now, why in the world would you want to miss that opportunity? It's free. It's absolutely free. And as the brother said, God didn't charge us to say, well, in order for you to get to heaven, you got to work. You got to work day and night. You got to work when you don't want to work. But he said, work is not required. Is not required to be saved. You're saved by faith, not by works. Least any man should boast. 
So ain't no boasting on your salvation. You're saved by grace through faith and believing. What Apostle Paul said, confess, admit that you're a sinner. Know that you're wrong. Know that you're doing wrong. Know that you're thinking wrong. And ask the Lord, Lord, I want to turn from my sins. I want to turn toward the cross. I want you to cleanse me. I want you to sanctify me. I want you to justify me. I want you to clear all my sins that I ever done, whether it's done in the past, in the present, or in the future. I want you to make me free that I can live with you forever, free from sin, never to sin again, again and again and again, never again when I meet you face to face. And when we meet Jesus Christ, we will be a sinless individual. We will know nothing more about sin. Sin will be obliterated. It will be annihilated by the blood of Jesus Christ. And we will live with the Lord forever. We will share the glories of the Lord Jesus Christ during the millennium reign. And after the millennium reign, we will rule and we will be with Christ forever. We'll see the new Jerusalem come down out of heaven. We'll see the wicked judged at the great white throne. We will witness the judgment of the wicked dead from the time of Adam all the way over till the end of the millennium reign. We will what? See the earth be consumed in fire and be renewed. And we will see a new heaven and a new earth. And we will witness the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven, setting on the earth, and there we will live forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever, never to have a trying moment. We will be the servants of the Lord God Almighty throughout eternity. Don't miss it. This is Elder Bazaar. Don't miss it, please. The only thing you got to do is you tell Jesus Christ right now. You can tell Jesus Christ right now, Lord, I'm a sinner. Lord, I repent of my sins. I am sorry. I am godly sorrow for what I have done against you. For you are such a loving God. And you, I know what you've done for me. I believe what you've done for me. I accept what you've done for me. You died for me. You suffered for me. You cried for me. You prayed for me. You were put in the grave for me. You went to hell for me. You got up on the third day morning for me. And you left earth 2,000 years ago for me. And you're coming back for me. Thank you. I want to receive you right now. I confess with my mouth and believe with my heart that God Almighty, Almighty raised Jesus Christ from the dead. I thank you right now. Come into my life. Let him walk in. Let him come on in. Let's say, Jesus, come on in. I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing the, 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 the killing and murdering. I'm, I'm tired of doing things I know I ain't got no business doing. I'm tired of not being joyful. I'm tired of... of, of, of uh, of being tired. And I want you to give me rest. And Jesus Christ is the rest. 
This is Elder Bazaar. Love you guys out there. Love you, love you, love you, love you. And I know if I said anything that hurts your feeling, it's not from me. It's from the Lord because the Lord wants to correct you and save you from hell. Don't go. Love you much. May God bless you. May he smile on you. See you in two weeks. Hope to see you in two weeks. If I don't, we know what done happened. We know what done happened. Trust in the Lord. Lean not to your own understanding. For we know that the day of the Lord is at hand. Come quickly. Come quickly. Lord Jesus, come quickly. This is all all the love that I have through Jesus Christ. Love you with an everlasting love. May God bless you. May his face shine upon thee. And may we see you somewhere in glory. In Jesus' name we pray. I will say amen for Brother Tim Jackson and amen for Brother Bazaar. Love you much. To you later. In Jesus' name.